Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rumble Pack podcast. Will and Luke here, hanging out like we tend to do because we're best friends. Yeah, but just for a short time this time because we're seeing far too much of each other. Yeah. <laughs> just here yeah. for a little 15 to however many minutes st- uh, stopover. Yeah, I'd like my couch back at some point. Yeah, you're not getting okay it back. That's okay with you. No, I'm okay. taking it to the street if I need to. <laughs> well, we... We just watched, we've watched WandaVision and we've watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just because we've got a bit of time together, we thought we'd sit down and have a little chat about it. Made by, the, episode. made by the incredible Marvel Studios, of course. Yes. And we love the MCU. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Is this still MCU if it's a TV show? Yeah, Is yeah. it still the C? Cinematic Not Universe. MTVU? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. Mm. I don't... I have I my doubts be, about the judgy. sea. I don't want to be judgy, considering how good this is. Yeah, I know. Considering how good they are. Let's, let's spoilers. just take it what it is. This is good. Oh, it's good. Oh, wait, it's are, good. We, are we doing spoilers here? Is Absolutely. That okay. Absolutely. Spoiler warning right now. We're going to spoil both shows. Spoil Spoilers ahead, Oh yeah, my dudes. I don't think we'd be able to... I don't think we'd be very good at doing a non-spoiler uh, podcast about any, absolutely anything. It would be a bit boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we can't keep up uh, entertaining without spoiling for so long. No, exactly. We would literally melt. Exactly. <laughs> entertaining. We're using that very loosely here. <laughs> yeah, I know. As when I said entertaining, then I, I, I think my stomach dropped. I was like, <laughs> but, everyone's going to think I'm an idiot. Oh, yeah. They do anyway. They do already. So, But it is worth saying, for those who don't want to have the show, show spoiled, I think it's worth um, just noting at the start that we... Um, Noting at the start that we recommend these shows highly. Absolutely. Um, One Division starts off a bit slowly, but picks up incredibly quick. Yeah. It goes to places from the first two episodes you probably wouldn't think it would. Yeah. It becomes like unmissable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier um, is a really good sort of spy thriller. Um, Yeah. But so if you don't want this spoiled, we recommend you jump off the podcast here and come back once you've watched yeah, it um definitely but uh but for those who don't want to avoid the spoilers let's get stuck into it will starting with one division yeah one division uh the first thing i wrote when i was writing about it was pleasantly surprising absolutely because yep. i i think because that was the first marvel show we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves ourselves into and uh i think wanda and vision uh, I, I, I never knew how much I could actually care about them because they were always just characters really in the background. Mm. The only moment I ever really cared about them was their big moment in Infinity War where she had to um, kill him or to stop Thanos. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I never had like a really big link with either of the two characters. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I really learned to care about them throughout the mm. story. And I think the, the both shows in, are really all about characters and relationships and this show uh really pulls you into their relationship it really does it's quite um yeah as as obviously you go through the show um and you start to realize that it's all this creation of wonders yeah it takes a real sort of a fun because it's quite fun the first couple of episodes because it because it starts as a 50 sitcom goes to a 60s yeah, sitcom it's really like quirky it's really quirky you don't yeah, really know what you're even watching. Yeah, and it's really fun, and then it sort of becomes quite morbid as you realise yeah. why Wanda's sort of this whole thing is Wanda's creation yeah. based on her grief. Yeah, for losing well, there's vision. One, there's one scene in particular that I think represents that the most is when it's the uh, episode when it's Halloween and Vision walks to the outskirts of the town and there's all those people that are literally just frozen, standing still. Yeah, and uh, that yeah, that's morbid as hell. Yeah, because they're not in her immediate attention zone. Yeah, they're, they're, literally just on, just, they're literally just stuck there knowing... Frozen. Knowing. Until they pass through that area, basically, as a family, and then she'll probably reactivate them to keep the illusion yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really... Hectic. It is really intense. Yeah, um, yeah because I... Um, as I mentioned earlier, it's a really steady build-up. Yeah. Um, and it, But it ends up reaching heights and an intensity that I just never really saw coming from the first from yeah. the start. Once, once you get to episode three and four, you full well know that it's going to be a pretty big season but it's just um i I just you can sense the drama cut incoming Mm. from pretty early on 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the change of pace from being like a sitcom for the first couple of episodes, um, it actually, it was cool. But then when it started going to outside this dome that Wanda's created back mm. into the real world, yep. I actually X. really wanted to get back into the real world. Yeah. And I was like, because I wanted to see how they were dealing with it and understanding what was going on. Yeah. Um, and we had some, um, oh, and Darcy made a comeback from Thor. Darcy from Thor, Thor 1 and yeah. 2. Yeah, really, oh, I, for, I really forgot good. to um, mention her when I was writing about the characters. I wrote about a bunch of the side characters. Mm. Didn't even think of her. Yeah. Yeah, she was a fun inclusion. Oh, it was great to see her back mm. because I feel like since... Because um, I was personally um, a fan of Thor 1 and Thor The Dark World. Mm. Uh, but even though... Accepting that they were low quality compared to the rest. But yeah. it was really sad to see all those actors just discarded. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, it's good to see Darcy mm. back. Well, it's nice to see Darcy back and also nice to see Natalie Portland making a return in um, mm. the, new, the next door as well. Yeah, I know. Mm. Shaved, oh. shaved head. Shaved side of the head. Sides of her head. Really? I think. Going full Viking. Cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As far as side characters go, uh, you mentioned Darcy. There was also uh, Jimmy Woo. Yep. Um, who was in Ant-Man. Oh, that's um, right. So yeah. He, so he came back over. So that was fun to see him. Although I will say, uh, he was like a good character, but there was just all this crazy hype for him online, and people calling for his own show, spin-off show and everything. And I really didn't understand the nah. understand the hype. He, like he was literally just a just an agent. Great supporting character, but yeah, yeah, great, very good supporting character in the show. Never overstayed his welcome or anything, but nah. I didn't get the hype for him. No, it didn't offer Bizarre. much else besides the support. Yeah, yeah. I anyway. mean, like, look, if he got a show, good on him. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not calling for it. I mean, good on him. Yeah, yeah. there was Monica Rambo, who worked for Sword. Yes, um, and then she fa- sort of phased through the hex and gained um, superpowers. She did. Yeah, so I don't, uh, you know, she she was stuck in the hex with Wanda early on, as like a plant. Um. And then she got kicked out by Wanda, um, which was a fun moment where where you saw Wanda being pretty aggressive mm. to someone that wasn't in her uh, perfect world. Yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah she, uh, she and then at the very end of the show, spoiler territory in the uh, post credit scene, she assumedly uh, met uh, Nick Fury mm. in a cinema because there was a a, a, a scroll there. That's right. Um, who and Nick Fury? Last time we saw him, he was hanging out with the um, Skrulls in space or something. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, assume Nick Fury oh, um, approached her. I assumed it was old mate from Captain Marvel, that main uh, Skrull with a lisp. Yeah, like I could be wrong. That's mm. just a, my own theory. I haven't read that online, but that's that's straight away. That's what I thought. Mm. Yeah, but I don't buy into her as being like an Avenger or anything. Like we, I hardly know her. Wasn't she in Captain Marvel? As a child. Oh. She was a little girl in it, I Oh, think. it was in the 80s, of course. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, early 90s it was. Yeah. yeah. But did you like her character? Yeah, I did like her character. Yeah. Um, she was good. Pretty pretty strong. Yeah. Um, I guess she was almost... Uh, she was above a support. Um, you know, she wasn't... She was probably almost shared the lead with Wanda, I think. Because it was yeah, from one, one from inside the she hex. She was the lead character outside. outside the hex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I thought she did really well. I thought she was a pretty good character. And it's yeah. it's so interesting to still see, and I forget about it every time we go into a new show or something or movie, that everyone came back from the... the um, from the from the blip. From the blip. Yeah. Like, literally, there's just uh, like half of the world's population just came back into existence suddenly. Yeah. And you just... And you... They're really... Because she came back in the hospital where she was sitting after see, like seeing her dying mother and she's just come back and without realising she disappeared. Mm. And it turns out it's five years later and her mum's died. Yeah. And it's just like... Brutal. Oh, my God. That that would be um, something that would happen on such a wide scale across Earth. Like, everybody yeah. would be coming back to that. In- and you, insane. You, and you think, think about that, like, <laughs> even, um, you know, if you're thinking about all these people coming back, you think, you know, loved ones would have died. I'm sure partners would have moved on from people. Oh, no doubt. Kids would be adults, like um, yeah. like for Ant Man, like, uh, yeah, Ant-Man. which was one one of my favorite moments from um. From it was a really nice moment in Infinity uh, in Endgame. Endgame when he yeah. saw his daughter again. Yeah, like that was so nice. Like mm-hmm. that sort of stuff's really cool. But yeah. I, I just think Marvel are doing really well. Oh, yeah. With making sure we've 
realize the brutality see like, all the repercussions of what happened in those movies yeah. you know mm. it's crazy how serious this uh cinematic universe has gotten oh, and even yeah. and we'll talk about falcon winter soldier shortly but even in that show it really hones in on the um the repercussions of half the population returning as well oh, mm, yeah mm. but uh other side characters we got agatha harkness Mm. who was the nosy neighbor for 75% of the show and Agnes. played a really fun role in played Agnes, like that, yeah. Agnes. And then she turned into uh, a bloody witch. Turns out she's a witch. Who, who, who was trying to take um, uh, Wanda's power all along. Yeah, and I, I, I yeah. looked her up and uh, cool. she was actually a in the comics, I believe, the mentor for Wanda. Okay, yeah. To, to, um, to sort of... I'm sure she became a villain in that too. They always do, but... Mm. I think she was yeah. sort of helped hone her skills and her magic. Yeah. I'd never heard of her before, really, except for when people were watching the show. Uh, when I was reading about each episode online after it came out, people were like name dropping her. Mm. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but I'm assuming people may have some sort of idea. Yeah. Uh, but it, I was still completely shocked in the moment when she revealed herself. Yeah. It was I was so cool. shocked. I was like, oh my God, look at that. Because she was just a complete pain in the ass neighbor. Yeah. Because the show was already building to something pretty intense between Wanda and Vision. Mm. And then here comes this other whole uh, villain, you know? Yeah, and played by that Loved actress it. who always plays that really annoying friend. Yeah. And she has for the last 20 years in movies. <laughs> Man, it's her she's niche. Always, it's oh, her thing. She always pops up. <laughs> and she's so annoying every time. But she's really good in this. Like, take nothing away from her. She's yeah. really good. Yeah, she was awesome. Mm. She was awesome. Yeah. I really love that scene where she's sitting in the um, audience of the sitcom set just clapping Wanda. That's right. Yeah, really good scene. And it turned out that that's actually where they had the um, people sit when they filmed because they filmed it like a real sitcom. Oh, right. Yeah, like it was. they legitimately filmed it uh, each era like they were filming that era. Yeah. So they had a legitimate live crowd there and everything. Yeah, yeah. as yeah. in not part of the show, as in just in in the live set in the real, our real, real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as in when they filmed it, they had a real crowd there and they and they like did actual quick um, outfit changes behind the walls and did everything. Yeah. But then in the show, Agatha is sitting in the stands of the mm. sitcom set. So they use it as a prop in the show as well. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But that was the real seating. And it's quite bizarre that, yeah. isn't it? You sort of don't know how it all fits into the yeah. setting of Wonders World that she's made. Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, it's, it's smart <laughs> and it's strange. It's one of those things that probably doesn't need to be explained. Mm. And you just go, yeah, right righto. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) There's two more side characters I just want to mention quickly. Uh, There was the boss of S.W.O.R.D., the guy in charge of S.W.O.R.D., who was a bit of a twat, and he he repurposed Vision's body to make the white Vision. Yeah, that's right. Um, And he, yeah, I don't know much to say about him other than he was just a generic tosser, really. Yeah, power hungry, director of a spy agency. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Quicksilver, uh, Wanda's brother, came into the show and i just want to say personally i think that they like just they just shit the bed so hard on that <laughs> in what way because well he just he, he it meant nothing it turns out he was just a um a plant by agatha and his name was um something really uh, uh, something boner was his name that's right <laughs> it was just the worst joke yeah i didn't laugh did anyone laugh I really um, wanted it to tie into the X-Men somehow, but we were all thinking way too hard into it. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, Because <laughs> he's back Quicksilver from the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is some sort of branching uh, uh, dimensions type thing going on, but we don't even know it yet. Yeah. And then it turned out to be, uh, oh, Ralph Boner was his name. Just Ralph thought of Boner. It. He turned that's out right. to just be a civilian whose last name was Boner. So thanks for that. That's right. That's his porn star name. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish, yeah. I want to, um, and I, I can't, I'm annoyed. I can't remember his name. Evan, maybe the actor, but he's a, he's a good actor too. Yeah, it's People... uh, something Evans, I think. P- uh, Peter. Nah, or... something huh? Evans. though, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he no, he's a good actor. And it was it was so cool. Wasn't he was it? good in the show too. Well, for five episodes, we were wondering. Yeah. You know, like, oh, what's he? Um, what's his role in this? Uh, yeah. Is he going to be? This is X Men coming in. Yeah. And it's like, um, oh man, I strange. I was like, getting my hopes up something pretty cool and mm. not not to say the ending wasn't cool because it was but i yeah i i, I think everyone's expectations were way too high mm. <laughs> anyway one more i just i didn't write anything about it but one more quick side characters was the um the twins the kids yeah um they were pretty they were fun 
Yeah. Like uh, when they were born, I was Wonder like, Envisions yeah, kids. Weird, but they actually turned into interesting characters who somewhat help save the day at the end, I think. Yeah. And they just grow older when they want to. Yeah. But is that Wanda? I know that that's the hard thing to know. Is that Wanda doing that? Because no, well, they there was an explanation. Um, I think it was talking to between Darcy and Rambo, mm. um, and they were talking about whether the kids were real or not. And they said no, the kids are absolutely real. Um, but there's some, I bet but it didn't make the, sense because they could grow older quicker. Yeah, qu- but then quicker. at the end they are gone. Yeah. Don't know. Who cares? Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's 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 quite bizarre. Yeah, hmm. and we should, uh, of course, quickly touch on Wanda and Vision. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the dynamic between them was so so interesting. Like mm. they were the the two of them were just totally in love, but also completely unsure of each other at the same time. Yeah, because like they were mm. just so they wanted to just love each other, but there was just something amiss. And that's what the exact thing that hooked me into the show mm. was just there waiting for that explosion. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, because Wanda's like, she is truly disturbed in this. Yeah. Um, and it's quite, it's quite sad to see. It's like pretty tough to watch it. And, um, but because we, because, um, we saw what happened in Endgame where she had to, I think it was the, se- uh, the first time she had to destroy Vision. And then she, yep. then time went back, but then Thanos got him anyway or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's, he used the time stone to just literally reverse a back right in front of her and then he just picked the mind stone straight out of Vision's head. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Intense so moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, Wanda's um, trauma, it's, it's pretty expected given that we saw that. Um, so we can't help but sympathize with her or empathize yeah because again it's this whole um thinking about the blip even everybody's loved ones have come back mm. and hers is like the one that can't yeah um, well, considering her her lost parents and um brother as well mm. vision's the main main thing she has in her life yeah yeah and and speaking of that dynamic that they both had and knowing that both of them were about to sort of you know they were both weren't sure of each other yeah because you've got vision who's um you know, a figment of her imagination. Yeah, here, which you don't really know until the very end either. No, well, we sort of suspect it after a few episodes because he starts to, he tries to get out of the um the hex and he uh, can't and he starts breaking apart. Yeah, yeah. But we sort of, yeah. we know that he's, he sus- suspects that he, something's not quite right because he can't remember anything from before yeah. when this show sitcom started yeah. from his life in the hex. Um, <laughs> and wonder basically knowing that he's um reanimated or not real you can see that she's sort of um well, she's in complete denial she just won't let she won't let the fact that she he's not real um get her down whenever yeah. there's a whenever there's a chance where um the truth can reveal itself one to just quickly snap something else into action and just keeps moving on with it yeah exactly yeah. and and you can see that she's afraid that you can see she's nervous the whole time about something and it turns out it's because she knows that he's not real yeah and maybe this thing can't go on forever but yeah just a complete denial i actually thought um this is probably a weird theory but there was a flash a couple of flashes through the show where wanda would see vision but see his dead body with the yep. stone pulled out of his head yeah sort of like his corpse and i thought um <clears throat> when when vision tried to leave the hex i thought it was because that it was literally his dead body inside that Wanda had ha- had walking around yeah and and that was what was actually walking around but but that but literally she just saw his perfect form but it, but in reality there was literally just a corpse walking around yeah that's what I thought yeah but then it turned out to literally just be part of her imagination which is fine too but uh well that's where the show started you realize it started to get a bit dark when she pictured his lifeless body standing in front of him yeah with a big hole in his forehead mm. well it's tr- yeah they had it was really tricky editing because they showed Wanda or so it seemed to get, to break in the sword and um steal Vision's corpse. Yeah. But then it turns out that she didn't do that at all. Mm. So um they really made you confused and <laughs> made everyone really think hard between episodes, which was cool, but like fun to have those conversations. But yeah. Yeah, the editing yeah, taught taught a lot of tricks. Yeah. Um well what would you give it out of ten? 
the series? Uh, I, geez. Probably. If, if you're up to this yet, if you've got some more points to wrap it up, go ahead. But yeah, uh, I well, I just want to say quickly, like I really enjoyed the um, transitions, the screen aspect ratio transitions. Yeah, I yep. thought that just added like such a, a layer of intensity to the scenes. The old four three. Well, more so when they were going from four three to widescreen, mm. and it was just like this real slow motion, sort of deep sounding um, sound behind it, and you could just tell something was about to go down. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's, it's actually. I feel like I'm in. We're, we're getting real again. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that in a show before, and it was just such a cool, cool little addition. No, it was good. But was we should good. just quickly mention the uh, the ending. Uh, Wanda overcoming Agatha, um, like in the sky using all that rune magic in the yep. um, in the skyline. I thought that was a really cool that moment. Cool. It, it visually just looked amazing. God of War vibes. Yeah. It looked so good. And then Wanda had that new uh new costume that looks really cool. Yeah. Looks way more badass than like the random cape hoodie combo she had <laughs> for the last five to six years. Mm. Um and then we get the oh oh and Wanda just trapped uh, Agatha in the town for good. Yeah. Which is like morbid as hell. It's like mm. she literally, you're just like, you're staying here and living the way, like the nosy neighbor forever. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is actually the worst punishment. Oh, it is. <laughs> but yeah, and to see, to see one to become the Scarlet Witch in the end there, where you're talking about the outfit, is really mm. cool. Very cool. Because they kept the traditional looking outfit, but they made it make sense because it's like a spectral being, this yeah. Scarlet Witch persona, which is like a mystical power in the universe, yep. has come to uh wonder yeah and you just sort of go oh that makes sense I'll, that's a really cool reason to have a the, the old dorky style outfit or based on it yeah mm. yeah no it was a really cool ending fun to see the two visions um speak to each other mm. um sort of philosophical moment between them and then mm. um uh sad to see wonder having to let go again but i think this time she um she feels better about it uh, like you know, letting go of vision and the kids again. Yeah. Um. But and then the and then there's the uh post credit scene where she's practicing her um sorcery out in the wilderness or whatever. So excited to see her in um Doctor Strange because like it'll be that movie should be really good. Oh, and and that scene where she's on the rooftop and she snuck up behind Agatha to yeah do the it was like the horror bit in do the of, uh, mind control yeah like yeah. in Age of Ultron where she just like it was yeah. like a horror scene where she kept sneaking up behind him yeah. Um, putting memories in their head. Yeah, oh. it was awesome. It was awesome. Honestly, I would, I genuinely would give the show a ten out of ten. I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be ten out of ten. Well, There's yeah, no faults. I, I guess it's um <laughs> moving on from like those Marvel shows, like Agents of Shield and things like that, that are a bit of lower budget mm. and just you know serial TV. This is a nine episode season. Um, the first one that's tied properly into the MCU, and. Uh, it's a pretty much a perfect start. Oh. I'd, I'd I'd give it a nine, but not just because it's not perfect or crazy. Well, but I guess in terms of standard setting for a superhero TV show, I'd, I'd put on a, a ten compared to other superhero TV shows. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So yeah. like I was totally hooked. Yeah. So I don't see any reason not to give it uh, at least a nine. Yeah, I pumped through it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier, the follow up. Mm. Uh, well, follow up. I get. I mean, the next show. Uh, I thought it was absolutely awesome, mm. and I liked it even better than One Division. I don't know about you. I just gave One Division a ten, <laughs> <laughs> and I like this better. Yeah, this show is amazing, amazing. It was. It was really good. Um, and One Division had yeah the nine episodes that were about twenty to twenty to five minutes if at max. 20- I think the last episode was. The last episode might have been like 35 minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, it was. Minus the credits, which would go for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And these, these were um, all like 50-minute yeah. episodes, something more than norm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, only six. Yeah, only six. Yeah. And it did. It, it was really... I think, I think it was a perfect length, to be honest. No, it was perfect length. Mm. I've, uh, I've always been for like the whole more the British, uh, British TV length of shows mm. you know they just um they'll come out and do three seasons of five episodes and yeah. that's it forever yeah um i actually it, felt it that makes it more impactful it's game of what you know we talk about game of thrones needing an extra two seasons in there to make it better yeah 
um, which it did, but that's the game, of, you know, where they do 10 episodes a season. Every Everyone up to that was trying to get out 22 episodes every single season of every show. Yeah. And it's yeah. to come back now. Oh, yeah, bloody hell. To come back now, and it's great. Like, we... And we were still slightly nervy or apprehensive about Marvel doing something. Yeah. And every single time they've shut us down. Ever why, since Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy proved us wrong. Why would we ever best, feel uh, nervous? Yeah. Like the, the their track record is so good now. There's no reason to. No. Like exactly. Loki is going to be outstanding. Yeah. We just know. Oh, we know. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I will say, I think with the show's length, I think because of WandaVision's shorter format, um, it made the episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier feel even more longer and fulfilling. Mm. Yeah, like I, I felt that the WandaVision episodes just flew by, which was fine. But then when I was fucking with a soldier, I feel like I was on the couch for a, for a really good amount of time, got lots of content every episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, um, but yeah, doing these shorter seasons and I'm that's, that's um, they're literally just doing it to the story. They're not, they've got a nine episode series, which means obviously they had enough content to do the nine to yeah. make the story work. This one's six because they just saw it as, oh no, we're not going to pad it out. It only needs six episodes. Yeah, and it just works perfectly. Yes, um, six was perfect. I think the um, it's a yeah, it's a great spot spy thriller, and it's really in that sort of the same similar vein to uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, it's just got that heaviness to it. Um, and Bucky and I like Bucky more than Sam. Because I really I, I find the the heaviness of the Winter Soldier character and you now Bucky's past so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was literally a killer. Like, yeah, he wasn't just some silly villain who uh, you know goofed around for ages or you know killed uh, wiped out a, a planet with mystical powers. Yeah, he was literally just a cold hard killer for yeah. for the Russians or whoever it was, whoever hired him. Yeah. Whoever had the passwords to control him. Well, you think of how how bad do you feel for the mind control of all the people of uh, Westview in WandaVision. Yeah. And they were literally just playing a part of a town. And then you think, you know, Bucky was going through mind control for decades and literally just being just uh, getting sent out to murder. Yeah. And like, yeah, he, you know, he was under that control for so long, he would have he would have sort of forgotten who he was. But I think there's some scenes in uh, Civil War or Winter Soldier where it sort of flashes back and you see him in the chair and he kind of knows who he is mm. and he understands that, you know, he, he's a real person, not just this killer, and then they literally just put him under again. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, his character arc is so sad. It, it really is. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he, and he remembers every single, even though he was under mind control, he remembers like every single yeah. kill. Um, like it, it's a, it weighs on his mind so much. Yeah. And he... Um, and we're given that at the start, I think we're introduced to him as he's hanging out with this um, old Asian bloke um, yeah. in New York or wherever it is. Yep. Um, and he goes and hangs out with him every day and everything. Yeah. Um, and it turns, and he's getting counseling, pretty heavy counseling. Yeah. Um, and it turns out what he's doing is um, putting off talking to this old man to tell him that he killed his son yep. um, as part of a hit. Yeah, and he sort well, of yeah, mm. yeah. Not, not even the sun wasn't even the hit. The sun was literally just in his way. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it hurts Bucky so much, and because mm. he's got this book of people, he this list of people he wants to talk to. Yeah. The families of the you know people he's murdered. Yeah. To tell them what he did, because he wants to repent for what he, you know, his past life. Yeah. And that carries out throughout the whole show, um, and he's got a really good dynamic with Sam, who's yeah more positive. But the more honourable, clean, superhero type, Captain yep. America style person. Yeah, and he has his own uh, issues, mm. uh, in, just in general life with uh, being a black man as well. Mm. Um, and, and yes, that whole story plays out with Isaiah Blad, uh, Isaiah Bradley. Mm. Uh, you know, he come. was a super soldier. Well, he well yeah, he was a tested super soldier like um, Steve. Mm. But they never wanted to push him out into the public because he was black. That's right. So they literally just tested on him and tested on him for um, years and years. But That's then right. they never showed him to the public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is awful. It is. And Sam writes that wrong at the end uh, in the museum with a statue of Isaiah Bradley, which is an awesome moment for yeah both them and the like black community in general. It's mm. really cool. It is. Uh, yeah, and that's really well done. I think it's sort of something that, I mean, it's it's 
there's a lot of commentary in like news and social media every, everywhere at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, with Black Lives Matter and everything. Yeah. So we all we all get the message, but we'll especially in Australia, we'll probably never quite un- we'll never quite understand. Yeah. In America, like the situation in America. Yeah. And there's a monologue that Sam gives, and we'll get into Sam a bit more because we're yeah. sort of getting to the summary of his character already. Yeah, yeah. But he <laughs> um, gives a really great monologue, talking to these um, senators and influential people who are the target of this. This, yeah, uh, plot. Uh, at, the, at the ending you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, who, who's, and they're this target of this plot for, yep. um, you know, people who want to hold the people with power accountable. Mm. And he's basically said to them, you know, why do you think that you were targeted? Because you need to do so much better because you're literally oppressing so many people. Yeah. And he said like, um, you know, and they try to make assumptions about Sam. Like, yep. you know, Sam, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't understand. And he's like, no, I absolutely would. My people have been put yeah. under like this No for one so understands long. better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great. They, do, they it's actually it's because some of these things get shoehorned into movies yeah. to try to make them impactful um, and you know contemporary. But this is actually such a, like a poignant statement. Yeah, that uh, landed with me. So like, yeah, absolutely. Really it works so well in the context of the show, mm. and is also such a great direct message to the real world. Mm. Uh, and and, of, and it's getting said on such a high. Uh, a high pedestal mm. in the MCU where so many people are watching. Yeah. Um, and yeah, someone like Sam who's become Captain America, it's going to be such a hero to such generations coming through, you know? So nah, really awesome moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad they did all that stuff. Anyone online that uh, gets pissy about those kind of things uh, can get stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's what I mean. Mm. This is just a really, just a really good thing. You can see Anthony Mackie just put his all into that scene. Too. Yeah. Like he felt it. Yeah, him, him and um, Sebastian Stan as Bucky act so well in this show. Mm. Really well. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, they then- really they really show so much emotion from the characters, especially Sebastian Stan as Bucky mm. uh, trying to will himself through all the um, traumas. Like, yeah, you really feel for him. You do. Mm. Um, and because there's this sort of dynamic between the two of them where um, Bucky's pretty much jealous of Sam or annoyed at him because he basically be- became uh, Steve Rogers' offsider yeah in in bucky's absence yeah so you can see bucky's always a bit jealous and just yeah generally pissy with him and yeah. um but um sam gives it back to him just as much yep um so they're pretty much working like chalk and cheese throughout the the whole show they just don't really want to work together yeah but yeah. they do it they, they almost do it you can tell in the memory of steve of, yeah of course um, yeah. Well, the fact that the shit, like you know, so the show starts off with Sam giving the shield away, uh, essentially to the government, because he doesn't believe that he has earned it, and he think, and he gives the shield away to to the government to take care of it, mm. and uh, not only does that become a bad idea, uh, when they give the shield to John Walker, who becomes a new Captain America, who's sort of shoehorned in. Uh, so so Sam feels bad and for that reason for Steve and then Bucky has such a spirit for the shield and a, a memory of Steve and everything be his best friend so they sort of have to come together to save the shield in a way yeah uh, but then obviously a whole other plot uh, comes up mm. a sort of worldwide plot too they travel a lot of countries Baron Zemo is back into it yep him being the primary villain of Civil War yep outside of Cap and Iron Man fighting, obviously. Yeah. He's, sort of, he's the one that sort of sets them all against each other and has a real thing against um against super soldiers. Yeah. Which like Bucky. Um, yeah. And we've got, you know, um, John Walker. He John comes Walker. in as the absolute moronic replacement for Steve Rogers. Yeah. So he can throw a- the shield like a superhuman and he's just a regular dude. Yeah, yeah. But he's, I mean, he's a three-time Medal of Honor winner. Well, he's a, but, a decorated yeah. uh, war veteran, mm. uh, but with no no special powers. So they, yeah. so like they put the shield in someone that the people could get around. Yeah, but it's just such big shoes to fill for someone that ha- hasn't got anything really special going for him. It's a forced role. Yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, yeah. And he wants to prove that he's worth it, but it's one of those things where it's like the shield chooses. Who's yeah, the right absolutely. Person. Yeah, and yeah, that that's just too much, too big of a shoes to fill for John Walker. It just gets gets to his head too quickly. Absolutely, and you feel you know like he's a complete tool. Like whenever he shows up in scenes, you are just like oh, this idiot mm-hmm. is back. 
because he's just honestly just getting in the way. Oh yeah. Uh, but then you, as the show goes on, and you can sort of see the struggles that he has for living up to the expectations. Uh, yeah, I've certainly felt bad for him because mm. he's honestly just trying to do the right thing, and then try to avenge his um, you know, his yeah, offside or his best his friend. friend falls um to one of the flag smashers. Um, and, that's right. Uh, yeah. Then he just gets crazed because of that, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Good, good, great character though. The guy Wyatt Russell acted as him really well. Kurt Russell's son. Oh, yeah. He does look a bit like him now that I yeah. <laughs> now that uh, I know he, that he did a really good job. So he I hope he comes back again in future MCU stuff as US as agent. US agent, yeah. What a name. Yeah. How cool. And Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus or whatever her name is. Well, yeah, is the, uh, Elaine he's controlling him, and I have no idea what that is. She's like to a. Mean. She's a bit of a. Um, yeah, she's like a heavyweight in like the spy agency industry. Yeah. And we don't know her role yet. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm sure get, there's a comic reference. So it's just going to get up. sort of, essentially just going to get US agent to do like jobs for her. Yeah. Yeah. For her agency. I just don't know who it is. Yeah. Um, so I guarantee in like two years or two or three years, we'll be watching some show or, or MCU film and John Walker's just going to turn up and just get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's this really good... Um, Talking of the flag smashers, you said that the name. Yep, the yes. flag smashers. Yeah. So they're pretty much these um, almost rebels, not quite terrorists. Um, which I, I don't because Sam said they're not terrorists. I don't want to call them terrorists. Yeah, they're not because he's morally good. But they're like they're um, fighting for the right thing. Activists. Yeah. But but they're basically loaded up on the super super um, soldier serum. Yeah. Or even this young girl who leads them. She's yeah, jacked Carly. Up. Carly. Uh, Mon- Monahue or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. this English girl. Yeah. Um, and she's she's really she's really good. The um, so yeah. they basically act as as I mentioned earlier. Um, they're sort of, and you might know, you might remember better than I do, but she, they're basically the they act like the moral compass where they're going after the people who have manipulated society for so long, basically. Yeah, and it's quite violent. They're going after them in the wrong way. They want to kill people who are upsetting or oppress causing oppression in society yeah well i think one of the main things though i could be wrong is that after the blip all the people from the blip return they basically want to kick all of the low uh sort of income people out of their housing and stuff oh yeah like because everyone's sort of coming back into reality and it's just too there's not a i think it's something to do with the um plan for bringing everyone back into society that they don't agree with yeah yeah um so it's something like that but i can't remember the exact uh, uh, the d- exact details. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, no, they're um interesting, uh, interesting group. I think Car- Carly's an interesting character. I li- I really like her moments talking one on one with Sam, where Sam sort of tries to help cancel her because mm. Sam can see that she's got the right um, ad- she's doing things for the right reasons, but just in the wrong way. And he knows he can't he can't condone it. Yeah, yeah, mm. he can't condone it. Um, which, which is why it's really nice yeah. to see Sam stand up for them at the very end to the, all the um, cancelers and all that. Yeah, and that's um, where he asks the question to them. Yeah, he says they're not. You know, they call them terrorists and all this. He said they're not terrorists. Mm. And he said, "Why do you think they targeted you?" Yeah. So it's not because you just they just felt like hurting people. Yeah. There's reasons why you know you 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 and you were targeted by these people because you're you're um, basically ruining the lives of so many people in what mm. you're doing. And it was great. It was so well put. Yeah. It was really well put. It was extremely well written. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say as well, the, the, the darkest the darkest part of the series was the return of Sharon. Shaz. Shan Carter. Shaz. Yeah. Old mate. Niece of Steve. Well, who Steve had a fling with. Yeah. And I think that's something they should bury forever. It's bizarre that, isn't it? Yep. And they just... They just I'm assuming when that happened, they didn't, they they had not written Endgame yet. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect when it happened, they were drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When yeah. they wrote that part, when the show was coming out, and I saw Sharon on the posters and stuff. Did he just kiss? Sorry, did Steve just kiss her? Yeah. He didn't presume anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they kissed in front of the car, and Sam and Bucky were sitting in the seat. Oh, it's a bit of a Luke and Leia thing. Yeah. So it's not too severe. Sort of. But it's still creepy. It's a bit bizarre now when you think about it, but we just don't have to think about it. Let's stop talking about mm. it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Sharon was on the posters and stuff for the show before I come out, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. See what yeah. her role is. 
Uh, but then, yeah, she just, she's just boring. She's a bit of a wanker. She's yeah. really headstrong. Yeah. And you never quite know what she's doing. So she's been banished from America after the um, after what happened in Civil War. Yeah. Because she helped, uh, I, I can't remember exactly what, but she helped someone escape or, or, or something in Civil War. Or mm. she helped get him out of the raft or I don't know. Something. Something I weird remember. like that. But basically she's like, she can't step foot in US law. So she's hiding out in Madripoor. Uh, and then it turns out that she's the um, power broker who was uh, dealing with all the super serum. Mm, dealing it to the... Um, and almost employing or holding... Um, holding, not a prisoner, but like get it, getting the uh, the flag smashers to work for them in exchange for the super serum yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so she had her own uh, like sort of small army in Madripoor. She gained a lot of... Uh, pro- gained a high profile there. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the show, she gets uh, she gets left back into into America, but then it turns out that she's like, "Oh, I'm so happy, thank you." I've always mm. wanted to hear that, but then she leaves the building and she um, she rings someone and she says that she's you know oh she's got access to to everything now, so she's still plotting access something. to so many weapons and secrets from yeah. the government, yeah, something like that. So she'll be back. Oh, she'll be back. I'm assuming that'll be the, another season of the show. That won't be in a movie or anything. I think they'll make another season. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's actually pretty pretty disappointing. I think that she's um gone that way because she's related to Steve. Yeah, and, and Peggy. Yeah. Um, and I um, yeah, it's a bit weak. Yeah, yeah. weak on her. Like it's it's probably she's a good heel mm. now. Like you know, we're actually it's good to dislike someone if she's a bad cat. You know, if she's a bad guy. Yeah, that's the point of it. Because she's quite manipulative, and we saw that in the last episode. Once we knew who she was, yeah. But it's just sort of, I don't know. It's like tarnishing her legacy by of Peggy and Steve. Well, it's funny. It's sort of tarnishing her legacy, and Zemo's legacy legacy is kind of uh, getting a bit more respect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because but, he's sort of because he helps them. But he's in the raft, and we can't trust him. Yeah, definitely yeah, can't he's trust in the raft, him. And he orders the hit on the remaining flag smashes too yeah he does um yeah it's fun to see some wakandas uh wakandans in the show as well yeah um that was cool yeah and and speaking of fun to see them make sam's new armor hmm. as well yeah and when they come in as well um because they're such prof- uh, proficient fighters mm. the combat in this show is so good yeah that i think the last episode i spoke to you about there's a you know really long sequence fight scene mm-hmm. and the cameras are a bit all over the place. Yeah, like every single to... punch is like a new shot and it's yeah, quite it's intense. hard to keep up with your eyes. Yeah, yeah. but the um, oh, it's you can't miss this show and WandaVision as well. They're both made on the same quality, same level of quality as the actual movies. Yeah, and that's probably why we should say as well that we love them so much mm. because they put so much effort into them. They treated it the same as they would just a long movie. Yeah, mm. that's no, really good. It's, it's so nice that they're doing this kind of things now. Yeah, so much more accessible to to watch and talk, mm. have these discussions. You know, yeah, it's just fun to see these characters in a weekly show where we can have this um, dialogue mm. open for a month, two months. You know, yeah, yeah, it adds another element to the MCU. Mm. And especially considering these are a lot of side characters, or they were, you know, almost the B heroes in Avengers. Yeah, and I'm sure if you added it up, they're their uh, screen time across all of the MCU is probably like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it would probably work out like something like that. I know Sam yeah. and Bucky obviously had a fair bit, but mm. um, it's just really good to dive into them because cause the MCU, they do really well at making you feel like you know these characters that have five minutes screen time so much better than you actually do. Yeah. Um, so there's an appetite there to have these characters have their own shows. Yeah. Even well, Hawkeye. People, people, um, people diss Hawkeye all the time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's still a great character. Yeah, yeah. I think the show will definitely help people like me that aren't really fussed on him mm. uh, gain some uh, respect for the character, for sure. Yeah, and we've got the Shang... Shang... C? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings. And the Ten Rings, whatever. Yeah, that'll be fun. Something we haven't even heard of, and he's getting his own movie. Yeah, and we're getting these big characters, or big, or we're characters we're very familiar with having yep. their own shows coming up. Yeah, that's really MCU is so, always so interesting. Mm. I just love the effort they put into these new things, like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. That was like 
it seemed like such a risk. I remember it was coming out and I was like, oh. It looked, yeah, it I looked this to ruin so everything. bizarre. It looked in so the trailers, lame. We were like, what is that? It looked like the corniest Star yeah. Trek take ripoff ever. And it was it's, amazing. It's my favorite sci-fi movie. Like, my yeah. favorite movie set in space. That's <laughs> so good. Oh. So good. Mm. Um, I, will, I will just say that you said, you know, these sort of B-tier characters with a lot, a lot of screen time. I think not really WandaVision, but I think for Falcon and Winter Soldier, this show, uh, like uh, they're a they're A tier characters now. They are now, in my opinion. Absolutely, both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what I mean. Like they lifted definitely them up. Sam, Bucky's along with him as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, Sam. Like obviously, the, at the end of the show, the title card says Captain America and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Ooh. which was an awesome thing to see oh, that they cool, did that. Yeah. Because they didn't have to do that. It's going to be a pain when you're trying to search for different seasons of the show. Well, that's in what I mean. Database. If they have another season, <laughs> they're going to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, should I just touch on uh, the ending? I just want to say that it was really nice to see Sam and Bucky being great friends at the end. And Bucky was back in Sam's hometown helping out with the being part of the community. Mm. Uh, I think... Yeah, that that shows how far he's come. Gave him some hope. Just a really nice, touching moment to see that. Like Sam puts his arm around him. Yeah. Near the end, and and he's got fam- like like he's finally got some family. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was awesome. Um, Sam's suit. You reckon that's pretty cool? I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it almost looks a bit sort of like puffy. Yes. Um, but uh, generally speaking, pretty awesome. The yeah. fact that it's um uh, made from Wakanda with vibranium is pretty damn cool. Yeah. 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 Vibranium makes everything better. Yeah, yeah, that, and that bloody tease at the end of episode five when he went to open the case, but then we had to wait a week to see. Oh, that. killed me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to see the um to see the costume because yeah. it's obviously worth noting that he um eventually sucked it up and decided that he's worthy of be, uh, being Captain America, or oh, it's his responsibility. Yeah, yeah, and and he's and he has the same honor system as Steve. He learned off Steve. Yeah, definitely. Don't we miss Steve? Yeah. Yes. Miss that guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's perfect Captain America. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even know much about Captain America. No. And this is just a quick note, but we... Uh, well, I never knew anything about Marvel except no. Spider-Man and, yeah, yeah. and the Hulk with Eric Banner. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got Steve Rogers, Captain America, and he literally was the most honorable character yeah. outside of Ned Stark we've ever seen. Yeah. He'll always be my favorite character in the MCU. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I just one thing I wanted to say before we wrap up was I think the one thing that these these two shows have shown me is that when you look at all of the MCU, these two shows, but all the movies, everything, I think the main thing that, that all of this is about, the way they write it and edit and stuff, is just about relationships. Mm. I think when you think about all of the MCU. It's just, it's all about key relationships, you know? Yeah. And I think I wrote some down, like just as examples uh, of some along the way, like you got um, Cap and Tony, yep. their relationship. You got Tony and, and Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, you got Wanda and Vision, Thor and Loki. Yeah. Uh, Quill and Gamora, Thanos and his daughters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got Sam and Bucky. Like, it's just the relationships in these movies uh, are really what, I don't without even realizing is what what drags you to the cinemas. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, um, which is why Civil War was such a big deal because you see them uh, going against each other. And it was like, oh no, we don't want that. That's still a better relationship too. Yeah, intensely better relationship. Yeah, just so, not a product, not a very good one. That's at the just time. something that these two shows really made me realize. Yeah, yeah, that's a good observation. Be- mm. That's a good observation because um, um, oh, just I mean. Even if you talk about Endgame, it's literally most. It's all about everyone who they who they're missing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even like Guardians too. Like that's mainly about uh, uh, Peter Quill and his dad. Yeah, having a relationship, and he, and then him and Yondu having a relationship. You know, it's yeah. And we've get um. They're really. Tu- it's all really touching, actually. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Well, the big moments you got uh, in Endgame. We talk about um, um, Ant Man, um, Scott. Meeting his daughter, his daughter again. Yep. We yeah. get um, Peter's reunion with Tony in the in the um, battlefield. Yep. And we also get, um, you know, this is more of a figure figurative thing, but um, Cat picking up Melnir. 
Yeah. And like, you know, like the, it's like the hammer trusts him now. Yeah. Because it was something he teased a couple of <laughs> movies ago. But it's oh, like, man. and everyone's so wrapped for that. Oh. How good was that? Oh, oh. That is literally what the best, th- like, last act sort of send off that Cap could have ever done. Oh. And then he uh, hits the damn shield with the, uh, they hit the shield with the hammer yeah. or something. Yeah. In yeah. one scene, it's like a big shockwave. Yeah. Oh. Unreal. How good was that? Unreal. <laughs> I freaked. And that, as that, as that, as Mjolnir soared through the air past Thor. Was it past Thor? Yeah, it went, went uh, past. No, it went past Thanos. It kind of, yeah, it kind of went like, voo, 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 and then it turned around, went straight back into Cap's hand, oh. and Cap was just like so badass, and then oh. Thor just went nuts. He was like, yes, <laughs> oh. like Thor. Thor basically was all of us in the audience. Gorgeous. Exactly how we all reacted. Just so stoked. Um, yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, that I'll, show. I've certainly put it on the same level. Ten out of ten. Nine to ten so out for awesome. me, yeah, yeah. So awesome. Um, we're not about the point fives. Let's be fair. No, let's be, no, no, let's say this: we're not into the old uh, no decimals, nine point two yeah, ones God. or anything like that. Thank we, God IGN got rid of that. They don't do they? that anymore. Thank God. They only do straight numbers. Wow. Yeah. Thank God for that. A couple of years ago, they fully redid their review system. <sighs> yeah, they're still gooses, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say mm-hmm. is. These two shows have given me no doubt that Disney plus Marvel can do justice for a TV show for our favorite TV show Marvel character in the world, Daredevil. Ooh. Like the first, one of the first things I thought of when John Walker was smashing down on that flag smash with the shield and there's blood splattering. I was like, where's Daredevil? Yeah. Because... They can they can do a rated MA rated R show on Disney Plus now because the Moon Knight that show is going to be rated R. Yep, 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 yep. He's like a Batman version of they, in the MCU. They got yeah. to do it, man. They got to do it. Mm. They got to bring back Daredevil. Yeah, they really do. And they got to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio, whatever his name is, as Kingpin. D'Onofrio, yeah. As um Fisk, for sure. They got to do it. What a great they show! Do We've got to do a Daredevil. Put John episode. Walker in the damn Daredevil show. I don't care. Oh. Who oh, cares? That'd be fun. Mate, we're doing a Daredevil and Punisher episode, a bonus episode. Yeah, we should. We should do a bonus on that. I also thought... Because uh, we, we can go on for about an, an extra hour here on this short episode. We could. <laughs> we could keep talking about this for days. If there's one thing we can keep talking about that's not uh, gaming related, it's the MCU. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also thought before, uh, maybe if people want to hear it, you mentioned Game of Thrones. I thought, you know, maybe we could do a bonus on Game of Thrones on the show one day and yep. just talk about that because we've not we've really not talked about that together for years now yeah uh, probably we, we needed to unwind we from the last of, season we sort of put it away and to never come out so uh, maybe it'd be nice to have a big chat about that yeah one time absolutely yeah anyway. and we will that's probably worth putting the call out actually as well if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or hear our opinions on yeah whether it's gaming or just pop culture generally yeah Send us an email at realrumblepack an email. at gmail.com. <laughs> send us an email. Or send us a message on Facebook or leave yeah. a comment on any of our episodes yeah, and please we'll try do. to have a chat. The, yeah. You know, the main episodes will be about um, games. Yeah. Like that's the format, but we're we're happy to do some bonus episodes like this that are a bit shorter, just talking about anything in yeah pop culture world. So, yep. yeah, please let us know. Please. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. When we will see you on the next Rumble Pack. See you then. Cheers, guys. Bye.